right, good Thursday afternoon, everyone. I am Andrew Dowd, Saunders and Associates. It is time for our Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings, and events on the East End. The Happening in the Hamptons podcast is sponsored by Neuro Title Abstract, the Hamptons' leading title insurance firm. Visit neurotitle.com or titleinsurance.com. Today, we are joined by Dave Rutiner and Darius Narizano. Gentlemen, how are you guys? What's hey, good going morning. On? Good Thursday, everybody. Everybody's doing good. It's beautiful, fall weather. Good time to be out in the Hamptons. Gorgeous here in the Hamptons. And uh, for the apple picking, pumpkin picking, fall festivities, and I guess it's it's a good time to buy. It's also well, it's a good time to sell. It's but a good if, time to sell. But if you're a buyer, Darius, do you have buyers? What are you seeing? What are they saying yeah. to you? Hey, look, as I tell everyone who asks, I can't tell the future, but I can tell you about now, Andrew. And <laughs> live in the now. <laughs> Our markets have certainly slowed down, but they're still very strong. And well, Steve told us last week when analyzing the in contracts over the last six weeks of 2001 against 2020, we're down approximately 53%. But the last six and a half weeks of 2021 against 2019, we're up approximately 58%. So we're doing very well, but we're very low on inventory. Sellers, though, have become more realistic as buyers' urgency has become psychologically less than a life and death need to purchase. There are still deals to be had. And I know this because as a broker in the know, I've just fallen in love with in the last two months and closed on a new home in East Hampton for myself. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. That's awesome. And (laughs) I couldn't be happier with what I got. So, you know, interest rates are still super low. It's like the banks are still giving money away, but it's starting to go up, we can see. And if you find the home that you really want to buy, even if you were to overpay today, a few years from now, it will have been a great buy. I mean, historically, this has always been the case, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, even if, uh, if you looked, if you bought in the last five, 10, 20 years, you have made a great purchase. Mm-hmm. There's no one who hasn't. Um, Not only that, but if you uh, did that in the five, 10, 20 years, you know, it's gonna be paid off eventually and then you can have a place to live or you and you have a place for your family to, you know, enjoy. It's, it's a win-win. It's a usable asset. Yeah, it's a usable okay. asset. It's not, so, so many people focus on the investment side. It's a Hamptons real estate. And that always kind of bothers me because the whole point of being in the Hamptons is to have a good time and enjoy life and live this like beautiful kind of fantasy situation that doesn't exist really anywhere else in the world. And the focus is always on investments. So it's such a great investment, but it's also such a great lifestyle. Well, you want to choose the house, if unless it is purely an investment, you want to choose a house that you see yourself living it and and that changes through people's lives all the time right i mean i think statistically they say people sell homes every seven years i mean obviously Mm -hmm. it's not some people hold it for 20 years or 30 years and some people only hold it for three or four years right but you know the dynamics change in your lifestyle sure your kids go off to college and you want to downsize or you've got grandchildren and you want to you know or or anticipating grandchildren (laughs) and bring it up so um you know Again, going back to what I was saying, you know, historically, if, uh, um, you know, ask anyone, and I'm sure among the three of us here now, we have a hundred stories of a house that 
we had an opportunity to buy that we wish we did buy. Yeah. Right. And I believe the only time everyone out here has a story. I have a house I wish. There's I had not to a sell. single person that's <laughs> out here that doesn't have a story like that. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. And <clears throat> even if it's a house to live in, it's still an investment. Yeah. Mm. It's still a place that you know your money is growing. Right. It's just even better when it's something that you're enjoying yourself also. Um, because it's taking care of that purpose and also growing at the same time and eventually it can be something that changes your life and you know I I think the only time that you lose in Hamptons real estate or real estate in general is if you overextend yourself and you have to sell that's a great you know in a distressed situation you know that's where you lose you know as long as you can hold on you'll always end up on top that's a great point that's a really great point is when people overextend themselves because they're thinking so much about the investment side they're thinking oh well you know I can't lose it's such a good investment and then they push it too hard and then their circumstances change or the market shifts a little bit and they can't afford the payment or whatever and the next thing you know but people do that with cars you know people people do that with all kinds of things and it's just so unfortunate when you see that happening with a piece of real estate just nice thing is that in Hamptons it's usually an appreciating asset. I mean, historically, that's what we've seen. Even with the ebbs and flows in the market, it's mm-hmm. usually trending up. And mm-hmm. to your point, um, so all right. So you're so you're telling buyers like, look, I know the inventory is low. I know that it is a seller's market right now, but and and you are proof. You can still find the house you want if if, if you know if you're looking if you're looking hard enough. And uh, I want to bring up uh, a listing that you have. Uh, it's on the market right now, but it's under construction, right? Eleven sixty eight Brick Hill Road, and this is this is going to be beautiful. Tell well, us a little bit about this place. You, you've seen it, Andrew. So uh, yeah, you know. and, and I'm sure it's further along than even when we were there uh, taking some drone shots. But this is uh, this what, is going to be a really special place. What was the address? Well, it's huge. It's eleven sixty eight Brick Hill Road. It's on five acres. It's this. a new construction by Robert Pasavia of Coastal Real Estate and Development. And it's a modern barn on five acres, very close to Sag Harbor Village and Long Beach mm-hmm. and the, the, the road to Bridgehampton. You know, it's, uh, it's mm-hmm. really centrally located. I mean, you could literally walk to the village, um, bike to Long Beach. I and, love Brick Hill. Brick Hill is yeah. like one of my favorite streets. Well, it's and a good, you, you also got the vineyard right there. You can get to... Right. Uh, uh, what's the what's the name of the vineyard? Not Wolfer, but the the other or, one. Is that uh, the Chandler Dog? Channing Dog. Yeah, Channing Dog. Yeah. yeah, that's a great vineyard. That's like one of those hidden things. What's nice about this too is like you you can't. There's not five acres in 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 Sag Harbor, but you're very close. You know what yeah. I mean? So you get all the space and the amenities that come with a house's size oh, and yeah. acreage amazing. like that. Right, exactly. But you're I mean, still very close in to where you're In Sag Harbor, be. everybody's on a postage stamp. Right. If you can get a pool, you're super lucky if right. you're in the right. village. But here, I mean, you've got five acres. You've got a, 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 a large gunite saltwater pool with spa built into it. Mm. You know, big, cool all the time in the sun patio, um, mahogany decks. I mean, the house is huge. It's, is it going to have a gym? Uh, there's space for a gym, a screening room, you know, multiple living room areas so the wine uh, cellar sauna there's room for it all now you can come in now because it's supposed to be ready um you know and we're on track for spring uh 
spring coming. Mm-hmm. So, but if somebody were to come in now, they could change a lot of the finishes. They could really make oh, it their right. own. Although yeah, right, we're doing right, right. it all custom, it's not like a spec house. I and love the uh, design. It's like such a, the rendering here is so unique. It's like I love well, the modern barn. Now design. that's actually done. So I'm going to yeah. take real pictures of the outside yeah. very soon to put up. But it's the outside is all you know mahogany as well as uh, um, cedar it's, shake. It's a nice mix. It's yeah. a very unique look. Um, love the front porch. Is that huge, looks like a two-car garage? Huge windows yeah. and, and doors. Everything's yeah. oversized. It's soaring. When you walk in, you walk right into a living room that goes up to the ceiling with a sky bridge going across to the bedrooms. You know, one side it's of the house cool. is the mm-hmm. master. The other side are the guest bedrooms. Um, double-sided fireplace that goes up through the roof. Oh, those it's, are so cool. Yeah. I love those things. It's all open living, seven bedrooms, six and a half baths. Pool house. I mean, it's going to be gorgeous. Mm. Come and see it. Come see I it. Will. Buy it and make it your own. I'll buy it. And Eight million. Yeah, seven nine nine five. Seven nine nine five. Yeah, just uh, well, we million. can negotiate. <laughs> no, this, <laughs> is, a, this is a beautiful day. house, and uh, and I'd like to get back over there because, like I said, I mean, when we were there, uh, they were still, you know, putting things in, but I'm sure it's further along a month later. Uh, as you get closer to completion. So great, yeah. great new construction and, and new construction is yeah. where it's at right now. Everybody wants that turnkey, yeah, move in, ready to, to go. Um, yeah, so, spring can't come soon enough yeah, for I'm many sure reasons, including right. this house being ready. <laughs> I'm sure this won't, uh, won't take long to sell. Um, so listen, let's just give a quick rundown of the numbers this week, the Hampton data for, for this week, 10-6. So over the past week, there were 48 listings that went into contract from West Hampton to Montauk. Compared to the same week last year, 2020, there were 66 listings that went into contract, which is a year-over-year decrease of 27%. Now, that same week, back in 2019, there were 40 listings that went into contract. Compared to this week in 2021, it's an increase of 20%. So here is a breakdown of these transactions. There were 48, one between eight and 10 million, two between six and eight million, seven between four and six million, 12 between two and four, and 26 under $2 million. And it wasn't that long ago that like under a million dollars was like the hot thing. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't even know where you're gonna find under a million dollars. Now there's like one under a million because there's only one. So you got one coming soon. (laughs) There you go. So so this past week, there were 43 new listings coming onto the market, which with 48 listings going into contract. So that decreases the inventory by five listings, which we've been talking about that, I mean, there is just, it comes on the market, it goes, the inventory is low. So if you can, like Darius, find that house and get a good buy, uh, you're, you're doing things right. Um, a breakdown of those 43 new listings, there was one between 10 and 20 million, one between eight and 10, two between six and eight, four between four and six, 13 between two and four, and 22 under $2 million. So obviously that's still the sweet spot and uh, where people are um, can can get in at uh, at that price point. Can, can get, get in. in at two million. Um, what a yeah, weird, what <laughs> I a know. Weird thing. Um, weird thing. And you can yeah, and you can get into this new construction for at one brick kiln for just under eight million. Which call Darius for that. What's your uh, outlook, Darius, on the market? Just said I just want to pick your brain. I love listening to what brokers you know, have to say. About you didn't it. listen to me before, Dave. I he said, can't, I can't predict tell the future. You about the I future. know, but I, I want, tell you I want to know what you think. <laughs> I want to know what you think about the future. Well, is that what you do? So is that how you, is that really how you just to say to yourself, I accept that I don't know what the future is, but what I do know 
is, is, is that if I buy a house or invest in a house that I can uh, totally af afford, that this will be a, without any doubt in my mind, that this will be a good long-term investment, possibly the best investment I ever do for myself and my family. Is that how you think about it? Well, or do you like to, because I think a lot of people like to speculate, you know, oh, next year, oh, sure, if, you know, uh, something will happen and, you know, the economy will this and that and they'll, they'll mint a trillion dollar coin and that will cause things to go up. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going there, but, but, to, but to the general sense of what you were just asking, I mean, in general, looking at a house, yes, I look at it and I think, as long as there's not something wrong with it, as long as I like the flow, I like um, the basic value of the house. Like mm -hmm. I said, even if it's inflated beyond my understanding at this point because the market is moving so quickly and changing so quickly. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's hard to comp things out exactly, but as long as it's very close, if it's something that I really like, I believe, and I know because like I said, if you go back, you cannot find an example. a house, an yeah. example where it did not go in that direction as long as you could hold on. But right. of course, like the house that I bought recently, um, it, there, I saw right away walking in and, you know, I am, I'm a professional in this and other parts of this business, you know, for a very long time because I'm 58 years old. I looked at it and I saw hidden value, things that I could do to the house to increase the value. Right. But it's also a house that I really see myself living in. And my wife keeps talking about it's our house that our, we'll have our grandchildren in. So, right. you know, oh, I don't sweet. know if I'm, you know, on board. <laughs> I want the grandchildren, but I don't know if this is the house that will be forever. But I love living there now. And I love the idea of the things that I can do to it that will increase the value over time, besides just naturally the boost that it's going to get from um, the economy and, and time. Right. Um, so, I mean, I think and the same. You just bought a house, Dave. Yeah. Uh, very recently. And, and I've been there and it's a terrific house. Thank you. And there are things that you can do to that house over time that are going to increase its value also. Yep. And, that's the and plan. Another thing that's super important when you buy a house is to really maintain it, to spend that extra yeah. money on on making sure that you keep it up and don't allow it to, you know... Uh, yeah, the landscaping you know, overgrow or... You maintain know, it deferred before it becomes maintenance a problem. is a nightmare. Yeah. Right. You do not want deferred maintenance. Keep the maintenance going yeah, yeah, yeah. as you go. Which is usually not the fun improvements like new roofs. Yeah. <laughs> but, but necessary. Um, you know, it's funny. I, you just made me think of a story when I was like in my... Mid twenties or something, I, I was renting a condo, and the maintenance on the condo was like four hundred dollars a month. And I can remember thinking at the time, "Ugh, I wish I owned a house because then I wouldn't have to pay for maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> you could just do it all." <laughs> yeah, that's oh, true. As I can remember thinking that. Well, I also own a condo, and I'm very happy for paying that maintenance and not yeah. having a second list yeah. as long as my arm of yeah. Yeah. to do. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. it. Um, so, all right, so we said at the top of the podcast, like, look, it's the fall. This is a great time of year to be out here. So, Dave, what are your picks for the weekend? If yes, you are my East? three picks. Okay, so the 40th annual Montauk Fall Festival is Saturday and Sunday of this weekend from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And... The main appeal of this festival is the clam chowder contest. Oh, yum. So I love is, that. This is the clam chowder contest thing. So what you can do is, is you get like a mug 
and you literally go around from like restaurant to restaurant to restaurant and you just consume New England clam chowder or Manhattan clam chowder, but it's mostly New England clam chowder. And then you vote on your favorite. And, you know, it's a very dramatic and very, you know, a lot of the restaurants take it very seriously. And, you know, you'll, you'll eat uh, New England clam chowder with a, with a spice that you've never, never had before in your life. They're what all, they're it, all very the different. Between Manhattan and... The Manhattan's the, the, red. the red. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have cream in it. Yeah. Cream and butter. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, huh. it sticks to your ribs. The New England clam chowder sticks to your ribs. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, so you go to each restaurant. Oh, the, like in Sag Harbor, they have a line and all the restaurants come to the right. Long Wharf. Right. So it's well, in, different. Yeah. Well, in Montauk, they have like, they set up little tables. So you walk Outside. over with your cup and then, oh, this is the gurney's table. Oh, oh you know, oh, this is oh. the harvest table or whatever. That's cool. Um, so that's yeah. the big appeal of, and for me because I just like to Same. eat food all day. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, you know, if you want to do some pumpkin painting, you could do that, Darius. Or there's um, kids crafts. There's bouncy rides. You know, it's a, it's a great family event for kids. Um, and then there's... Um, a Chinese auction and an online silent auction as well as a food tent so um, it's always a really good time it's very well organized they do it every they've been doing it forever so you're not gonna want to miss that um, my second pick is on Saturday from noon to 4 30 p.m. at Wolfer Estate Vineyard they're having their 31st annual grape harvest and so when you go to this thing, it's like kind of like a big celebration of the harvest. Uh, and so you can, it's like a big party uh, right out on the lawn and you can dance to live music. You can enjoy um, food, of course. Uh, there'll be food by Pizza Luca uh, and by Palo Santo. Um, and of course you sip Wolfer wine or cider. Um, and then they have the grape stomping, which is hilarious and a lot of fun where people you know jump on the grapes and then they have it's a lot of fun if you yeah, haven't done it i've never done it but they fun. have and they but they also have pony rides they have hay rides it's a total it's a total party and it's good you know it's outside uh, it's one of my favorite fall and things they'll have to do. Wine. yeah and uh roman should be there roman roth is there and he, he wears his like german outfit it's you know it's great um, so I've only I've only gone to it twice, but so break out the two times that I've gone, I've ha I had a great time. Yeah, um, and then I can't believe that this is happening. But the Hamptons Film Festival is beginning today, this week, so October seventh to um, th to October tenth. Uh, I'm sorry, October thirteenth. There's the 29th Hamptons Film Festival, so you can enjoy all of the cool movies um they're gonna basically shut the, the movie theaters now have not really been used right i mean it's been kind of a bummer yeah. so it'll be nice to bring them i want to i want to say that people are going to definitely get involved with this but you know they're probably going to be hesitant with you know covid and everything hmm. but the protocols are going to be that you have to show a vaccine a vaccine card to get into the theater and then you're also going to wear a mask while in the theater um, and then you can't have food in the theater. So it's going to be a little bit more um, strict, but, you know. But it's happening. It's happening. and it's, I guess the no food is because so you don't lift your mask down or something probably. Yeah. All of it sounds 
right to me, except for the food is a bummer. But yeah, you can't eat popcorn while watching the while watching the movie. But you know, it looks like it should be. Uh, it uh, and again, this is another really well organized event that just happens every year. So um, you can visit their website. I encourage you to do that. Uh, HamptonsFilmFestival.com, uh, or you could just Google uh, HIF H I F F and check it out. Um, I'll probably I'll probably go to one or two. One of your own agents, Ellen Ashenfarb, is part of the organization. That's right. That's that. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, she's too she's always always would hook it up with a few tickets every once in a while. Nice. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Those are That's some good things to check out. Um, Darius, thanks for joining us. That hey, thanks for having me, yeah, guys. For sure. Have a terrific day. Um, all right, so once again, the Happening Names podcast is sponsored by New York Title Abstract, the Hampton's leading title insurance firm. Visit NewYorkTitle.com or TitleInsurance.com. Everybody, have a great weekend and enjoy the rest of your Thursday. I'm Andrew Dowd, and that is what's happening in the Hamptons.